I'm biased here with the wealth management. He said, it's one of the greatest growth opportunities for firms out there, you know, 20 to 200%, uh, you know, growth potential there. I know, uh, talked about CEO coaching cast is obviously heavy here. Uh, your friend, Michael Sue has measure and hack. So let's just dive in here and have a, a, uh, a Feinberg review of the accounting today. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Can always count on yes. you. Yes. Uh, yeah. So look, uh, you know, starting with with Colton. So yeah. So uh, so Rory and I, uh, as you mentioned, we were just at Accounting Today's Firm Growth Forum, a brand new conference uh, on this on the circuit. Um, as I know from experience, not an easy thing to no. do. <laughs> it put out a brand new, you know, your money, time, resources promotion, all of that into something brand new for the. Welcome to AFO Wealth Management Forward, a podcast about finance, accounting, technology, and entrepreneurship. We apply our decades worth of experience and insight into what makes businesses work so we can help others grow both personally and professionally. In this ever-evolving marketplace, we help accounting firms and financial advisors grow their practice through the adoption of holistic wealth management services. Learn from industry leaders and subject matter experts to unlock the secrets of their success. A podcast that shows people and companies the transformative power of technology so they don't fear it, but instead harness it. Don't fight the robots, team up with them. And here are your hosts, Rory Henry, Director of Business Development and CEO Rob Santos of Arrowroot Family Office. All right. Hello, everyone. I have one of my favorite people in the accounting profession joining me today. <laughs> he is a business journalist, an industry consultant, a content uh, content strategist. He's a public speaker. He's a formerly uh, the editor at Accounting Web. He's worked at Accounting Today. He writes for CPA Trendlines as well. Uh, he's all over the accounting profession. So without further ado, let me introduce my dear friend, Seth Feinberg. Seth, welcome back to the show. Rory, thanks for having me back, man. Yes. Uh, I always, always a good time, and uh, I, I catch some of your other shows. I mean, you're uh, you're right on the ball yourself, my friend. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, be, if our audience doesn't know who you are, can you kind of give them some background here, and then you know what you've been recently working on as far as projects go? Sure, sure. Happy to do it. So, uh, yeah. So those who don't know me, uh, my name is Seth Feinberg. Uh, as Rory said, I've been. Uh, my, I spent most of my career, the vast majority of my career, as a business journalist. I uh, it was, spans over 30 years at this point. I can't believe it. But, You're aging uh, yourself there, so <laughs> I know it's fine. It's fine. I'm proud of I'm proud of my experience. Um, a lot of which I would say at this point, uh, 20 plus years, um, have been steeped in accounting and the, and the beautiful accounting yeah. profession that it is. Uh, I've seen it through. Uh, uh, several changes, evolutions at this point in my career. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, uh, you know, Roy had mentioned, uh, you know, I was editor of Accounting Web uh, for a number of years. Uh, it uh, unfortunately had to close shop here in the U.S. It still remains a a, a, a U.K.-based title. Um, but uh, you know, when we, in the U.S., we had sort of a different focus. A lot of our our focus was very, very much on providing. The practical, the useful, the you know, people who know me have heard me say this, you know, dozens of times that, you know, what the profession really sort of needed was that level of content, and you know, married together, you know, even with objectives from the vendor community who yeah. do need you all, they need accountants uh, more than anything, and uh, you know, the relationship there I have found, um, and this will kind of dovetail into what I'm doing now. 
uh, has been sort of strained uh, quite a bit over mm. the years. And, uh, you know, as technology has permeated nearly every aspect of the profession, um, you know, I think it is really, you know, it, it's really incumbent upon, you know, the vendor community to really kind of get, you know, more in touch with the needs of uh, accountants, whether as partners, as users, as conduits to their yeah. small and medium-sized business clients, you know, they're, they're really they're the gatekeepers. You know, they, you know, one would argue, uh, I certainly would uh, definitely defend that, you know, accountants are very much, um, you know, you, you talk about the lifeblood of our economy being small okay. business. Behind every successful small business, are you an accountant looking to generate more revenue and secure your future success as automation and artificial intelligence revolutionize the accounting profession? If so, contact us at AFO Wealth Management Forward. We specialize in helping accountants and advisors just like you build a custom brand to pinpoint your optimal clientele, generate highly qualified leads through our data-driven digital marketing, and execute wealth management growth services to bring more value to your firm and your client's life. Our strategic approach to branding, marketing, and wealth management is carefully tailored to attract ideal clients, increase customer retention rates, and cultivate lasting relationships with clients across generations. Visit wealthmanagementforward.com to book your free consultation to find out how you can elevate your practice. Is an accountant or an accounting professional or, or group of them who are seeing and shepherding these businesses through, um, you know, compliance? regulatory um, audits, anytime you want to go for financing, you know, you got to be there to back that up. And, you know, the better ones and more are sort of discovering a world beyond tax and compliance and, you know, being true business coaches. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, you know, but their businesses themselves. Yeah. So they're starting to look at other means of, of, of income and growth for themselves. You know, what uh, what Rory and AFO are doing is is it, with wealth management and family home office is just one uh, of the right. myriad of things that this profession's future, uh, I think, relies on and can depend on. So where I am at is, uh, as Rory mentioned, uh, you know, uh, as, as a consultant, um, you know, to the profession as, as a whole, I speak to accountants regularly. A lot of people have gotten to know who I am more and more, you know, through my social networks. Um, and just, you know, over the years, you know, I realized that uh, people have gotten to know who I am. I, I've had to just to do a good job as an editor. Yeah. And then well, the, I mean, the vendor community as well. Yeah, I mean, look, your email showed up in people's inboxes for uh, over a decade, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I, I, when you left Accounting Web, I, uh, I got you a gift, which was SethFeinberg.com. And we created that website. SethFeinberg.com and, and you're coming out with a newsletter and you yeah. can reach Seth at Seth at SethFeinberg.com. I just yes. shame plug there yes. because I think you have, uh, you know, uh, your fingers on the pulse of the profession and, and people uh, want that kind of type of content. And, you know, so I know you're having a newsletter coming out. Can you kind of talk yes. about that and, and what that looks like? Yes. Yeah. So again, like I said, I, I'm, you know, I've kind of exist, you know, in a way as a bridge you know, between the accounting profession and the vendor community, I, I do have uh, relationships, as I mentioned, with a lot of the, uh, you know, the vendors and service providers to the accounting profession, those who, you know, want them, need them as, as partners, as users. And, you know, the newsletter and my business itself, you know, really is going to just sort of, you know, exist 
to kind of really see the profession move forward. So this is why I'm actually doing business as accountants forward. Accountants forward, yeah. accountants I mean, forward is my DBA. AFO, wealth management forward. We're, we're talking about the future and, and forward here. This is all about everything moving forward and really seeing all boats rise. And I want to be a part of that. I know there's other folks doing it in in their own way. Yeah. Uh, I want to do things in in my way, and and I'm, I'm happy to partner. But so yeah, back to you know the site and the newsletter. You know, uh, I'm going to be calling it, and I'll, I'll sort of break this with you. I'm going to be calling it the Feinberg Review, um, which you know I'm going to start it off as 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 a weekly. I think that's probably you know what I have the capacity to do. Uh, <laughs> but also, you know, it's really just going to be kind of a roundup of just like you said, you know, this showing that I'm still in touch with what's going on, and then just throwing my two cents in on things. I did that a little bit uh, at Accounting Web. I did that a bit. Um, you know, I started something uh, when I was a tech editor at uh, Accounting Today. Uh, I started something called the Tech Take, mm -hmm. and it was really just you know because I would get constant you know press releases. I was very in touch with the wires, and and rather than just kind of regurgitating um, and you know doing rewrites of, of press releases, you know I would throw in my my take on take. things. Be like, well, what does this mean? You know, just a few <laughs> sentences couple missives on, on what's going on and yeah and then you know some of it's going to be my opinions on on things my views on things and uh you know I mean, so it, it's funny you say that because we just uh, were on a thread on linkedin that jason stats <laughs> that jason stats had he posted he, that i was like oh dude rory has to know about this <laughs> right and so he's talking about doing a soup type of version for the accounting profession people uh, don't know like the soup it was on uh, the e-entertainment yeah. uh uh, channel with Joe McHale. Um, <laughs> Joe he was McHale's the host, so and, and it was just kind of his take on the week's news and goings on, and yeah, you know, things on reality YouTube TV and, shows, all the shows, yeah. right? Like, yeah, like the Paradise shows. or Paradise Island or Paradise Hotel. You have crazy whatever it that. was. So yeah, I mean, he's doing innovative stuff in the space, and I, I think uh, the the other who was Dan Gertrude also posted something. Yes, um, Dan. Yeah, his uh, tax Tim, or I think it is. So. You know, there's people thinking outside the box here, and you know I've said this, and I put it on in that thread with uh, with Jason Stats. I believe the accounting profession, is, at least at those major conferences, should have a sports center or NFL draft type setup, where you have 100%. leaders in the profession doing commentary. Can I do it? Exactly, like you know it, and we will come up with maybe our own music or right. I mean, I'm a big fan of John Tesh's NBA on NBC. We'll see how much you know we can license Tesh's music for, or we'll come up with our own. Who knows? We're very connected, Rory and I. We are. We are. Well, let's talk about yeah what's going on because we just came back from. Uh, the accounting today, a brand uh, for, new yeah. live event. Yes. Yeah. Brand new brand live new. event. <laughs> brand new. <laughs> so, I mean, let's talk. So I want to talk about for the audience here, you know, your experience uh, with the, with the conference. It's one of the first conferences back after tax season. Um, yeah. Let's kind of dive in here and talk about, you know, what, what uh, occurred here. I know Alan Colton's speech got me going. Uh, I'm oh, yeah. biased here with the wealth management. He said, it's one of the greatest growth opportunities for firms out there, you know, 20 to 200%, uh, you know, growth potential there. I know, uh, talked about CEO coaching cast is obviously heavy here. Uh, your friend, sure. Michael Sue has sure. measure and hack. So let's just dive yes. in here and have a, a, a Feinberg review of the accounting <laughs> today. <laughs> Thanks, man. Can always count on. Yes. You. 
yeah. So look, uh, you know, starting with with Colton. So yeah. So uh, so Rory and I, uh, as you mentioned, we were just at Accounting Today's Firm Growth Forum, a brand new conference uh, on this on the circuit. Um, as I know from experience, not an easy thing to no. do. <laughs> it put out a brand new, you know, your money, time, resources, promotion, all of that into something brand new for the accounting space. Um, you know, there's one school of thought that says, well, you know, hey, we're, we're, we already have so many, you know, dedicated conferences, you know, live, live events in this space. Why would I need another one? And I will go on record saying that there is absolutely room yes. uh, as long as you are truly offering something new and of value. To the profession if it's valuable they will travel to see you now obviously we're um you know when we when we did our live event a year ago uh we realized we were really rolling the dice pretty hard because it was probably and most likely uh and was in in some cases the first live event uh some folks yeah. have been to since uh since lockdown yeah since uh you know uh everything business as we knew it kind of really shut down uh, and just went more, you know, you know, quote unquote, virtual and digital, which, you know, obviously had a ripple effect on business as a whole, accounting professionals who were used to being in person in front of their clients at live conferences, uh, at, you know, at, uh, at social events, at, at business events, could no longer do so. And as I've written, uh, you know, several times over, uh, you know, this profession needs, uh, itself it needs you know as much yeah. as you know uh, small businesses need accountants um it you know you all need each other each other and i and i've gone on record to say this that you know networking and and communication is key so having mm -hmm. a live event uh you know even though in some ways it was you know kind of a a, a reboot or a redo or or another a new version of an event that accounting today had years ago when i was uh, an editor there uh called uh, it was called growth and profitability and so, yeah, it was very laser focused on CPAs, very laser focused on, you know, uh, I, I would say kind of, you know, the more growth minded firms. Yeah. And I'm not saying that small firms aren't growth minded, but you, you, you tend to, you know, once you get to a certain size, a certain level of, of revenue and staff, you definitely start thinking in those terms of what's next for me and what ways can I grow and growth becomes you know, more of an important discussion than maybe a smaller firm that's just thinking, look, I, I want to just get through the year or maybe I'll add some new services yeah. and, and, you know, really kind of, you know, go a little bit out of my comfort zone and try some new technology or, you know, kind of maybe I'll dig in deeper with it with a certain niche. That tends to be the mindset of the smaller firm, which as we all know, they tend to make up the majority of what we know as the accounting profession. So while that wasn't, you know, uh, you know, no disrespect, but that wasn't sort of fully, you know, really represented at this event. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, when a smaller firm can kind of see their future selves, yeah, of, that's, like, that's if they the, are growth minded. Yeah. That's um, the trickle down effect, right? It 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 does. It does. It and it, it is a real thing. And so uh back to Colton. Uh so if those of you who don't know Alan Colton, he is you know, really kind of the, you know, the, the deal maker extraordinaire. This guy <laughs> has been in some of the biggest accounting uh, mergers and acquisitions uh, known to accounting kind over the last, I would say, three decades. 
I mean, he should have an apprentice style style show just doing the M and A in the profession. He could, he could. He's like, you know, he's, uh, you know, uh, it's like, oh, why are you a good match? Like Shark Tank. Yeah. Like, why are you, you know, why should you match up? But that's what he does. He yeah. just has his finger on the pulse so much that you know, you know, firms come to him, and and not just for M and A, um, you know, but succession planning as well. And so one of the, you know, during his keynote, one of the things he threw up on the board was, and he has, he has countless amounts of statistics um, on the profession, was, you know, the top 10 services um, yeah. that- um, I have those know, here in front of me that, right now. Yeah, that they are, that, uh, that uh, CPAs are not providing. And this, yeah. was, this is a poll of, you know, accounting uh, clients, accounting from clients, you know, were polled and asked, you know, what are the top services that you are not providing? Yeah. And, you know, number one, of course, was, um, uh, what was it? it was like CEO. CEO coaching and CEO coaching. Wealth, wealth management, PFP. Wealth management right there. Right, right there. And then th three is profit improvement, costs, containment, four, risk, I don't know if these are in actually order, but risk uh, management, internal audit, HR, compensation, consulting, strategic planning. Uh, and this is what they're not providing that they recovery strategies that yeah. they did provide more. So these are some of these are definitely it's, you know things that uh, I have seen coming. Yeah, it's so funny. I don't when I first it. met you, I I knew that wealth management was definitely uh, a thing. Yeah, I um, mean that wasn't being done. And yeah, finally, I think the top firms of the profession are seeing this opportunity. Sure. In in but why not the small guys? Why small, not? And, and, yeah, and it could be accessed by the the small ones as well. And and so I think what I don't know if he said it during his speech or I heard it somewhere, and he talked about. You know, the accounting uh, uh, business uh, mm -hmm. really has been offering two products for over 100 years, 132 years. I think he said the profession has been around. It was tax returns and, and financial statements. And now we're getting to all these ancillary services. Clayton Notes on the, our podcast uh, called it adjacent uh, services. Services, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's really providing for that many needs of the client. We go back to the relationship, and and I'm big on this, and I've said it over the last month in the podcast. Uh, I'm saying advise roar. It's that return on relationship for the client. That client, you know, wants to have that person uh, provide them a number of different services, and and they work in concert with each other. I, I did a video with Rob back in the day, and we were talking about like a symphony. Who's that conductor, right? Conducting uh, the different services, right, to make beautiful music. Uh, for that client. So whether it's wealth management, family office, CAS, uh, you know, uh, outsource CFO work, cybersecurity, HR, payroll, you have the ability to provide for that ma the many needs of that client. And those services really are intertwined. They're integrated because one decision really affects the other. Very much so. It all starts like if you're going to be a good, you know, advisor, you know, you, you mentioned CAS um, and which, you know, one, at one level of CAS, you have folks who are like, oh yeah, client accounting services. What does that side of, you know, that meaning of CAS, what does yeah. that start with? It starts with core accounting. It starts with yeah. the right, it's the right up foundation. Work. The basic, right. it starts with the financials, yeah. with the, and, you know, the month end close, you're in the books. You're already in the books. Right. The next level is to start having a conversation about it. And, you know, the great Jeannie Whitehouse, um, you know, also at one time known as the Countess of communication. <laughs> she might still refer to herself that way. Um, but she has been saying for really as long as I've known her and, and uh, uh, it, it's been ages, uh, but she has really been saying that accountants need to learn to communicate yeah. better. 
with each other, but also with their clients because they are not going to necessarily come out and ask for things that they're expecting. Yeah. And they're not going to expect things that you're not communicating that you offer. And my classic scenario is the, you know, the old school, you know, sort of, you know, middle school dance. Dance. And you're in there, <laughs> in the gymnasium, and you have, and this is just how it was. Again, I'm so, I, I'm so nervous to go ask girl, Vicky Bloom to go dance. <laughs> girls on the other side. Vicky's on the, on the other, other side of the dance floor. Looking at each other, kind of checking each other out, talking, talking with each other, talking with each other. Everyone's there to dance. They all, yeah. the majority of them, except for Herman over there in the corner. But, the, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Herman's happy to talk to his buddies about D&D. And trust me, that was me. Um, I was I was friends with Herman. But, you know, they all basically are there to dance. They want to dance. Right. And everyone's kind of waiting for the other to make the first move. Yeah. So, you know, um, this is just not something that is necessarily... You know, taught it's a soft skill, but it's such an essential soft skill to just be able to say, say, hey, look, you know, but like you know, to your point, it's like you already have that which you need. Right. Right. The old, the old, uh, you know, the old, uh, you know, Jedi Master Yoda saying to Luke, you know, who didn't think he was Jedi. He said, already have <laughs> yeah, you that, already have you that which you need. You <laughs> have, as an accountant, as a CPA, you already have all that you need to start to consider offering these other things. Right. You know, now Roy, you know, badass that he is, you went and got your your CFP, buddy. <laughs> I did. Now, you're not a CPA, are you? No, I'm not a CPA. No, you don't have to be, <laughs> I don't right? Have to be, you don't have to right? be, but you went through that training. You did it. You did it because you knew that that would offer, you know, you, anyone who has a CPA, um, you know, behind them, you went through that training. Uh, that's that, way that, more rigorous than that. I believe this year. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you went through it. You take right. pride in it. You have those initials there. Yeah. You know, but you don't necessarily need, need it. that. You don't to, need it. You don't to start thinking about offering these other things like wealth management, right? Like CAS or some level of advisory. So my point going all the way back to what I said about Jeannie is, and uh, she'll back me up on this as well is that all advisory really is and begins with is talk to your client. Client. Actually yes. have those conversations. Yes. It's a conversation. It is a conversation. More than what is, what's there. It's what it's are we going a, to do? It's not next. about the plan. It's not about the plan or the pie chart. It's about the people and the purpose. Hey, you know, what do they want? Like? Charts. Yeah. Those all look great. And you all, I know some of you really enjoy creating them. <laughs> yeah. I get it. You go but right I, into Excel, you know all the codes, yeah, you know all the codes to create you know, flow charts yeah. and all that. And it's great. You're very proud of yourself. But to a client, they and just so want that's to hear what from I'm, you. That's what I've been arguing here, Seth, because I think in tomorrow's economy, we've hung our hat on, on our knowledge base, on our mm. knowledge. Mm. And the computers are quickly taking over that, that knowledge base. Yes, we have to connect the dots. You know, we can't right now use right. chat for yeah, to do all stuff. But look, value. it's advancing. Yes, that's that's so many people have hung their hat on that CPA license, that CFP license, um, you know, and or that being a lawyer saying, Hey, I have the knowledge. But when people can go to that computer to get that knowledge, you know, where is the value? And I go back to it's the relationship. And people, I talked about this before, people would rather talk about sex than than their financials. Mm. And so they're sharing the their most intimate secrets, financial Even secrets, though, and knowledge. In 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 certain respects, 
You are naked in both scenarios. You're naked in both scenarios. You are? <laughs> yeah. So it's having those dialogues, right? Having those, asking those open-ended questions, finding, diving deeper into their, their business situation or their personal situation to find out more. What's important to them? Do they really want to put their college, kid through college or they want to save for retirement? So those questions you know, need to be asked and someone has to do it. The big old scary future. Yeah. Hard to talk about future when we can't even deal with right now. Right. And but sometimes dealing with right now is is you know it does involve someone who's going to make sense of all this, to have that that essential conversation, to yeah. do that advisory work. And this came out uh, at Growth Forum uh, as well. Um, you know the folks who were there. You know obviously you don't go to and I've been saying this for years too. You don't go to a conference. You don't go to a live event um, with the goal of remaining the same. Right. <laughs> you're you're going to to learn something to you yeah. know. Hopefully, you know, again, networking, always, always a, a real key part of this, you know, our, 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 our deepest conversations, our best connections. Yeah. You know, I saw it happen with you. I know it happened with me. Yeah. Uh, I saw it happen all around me. Connections that were being, people who haven't met each other before, people, people that maybe knew each other from social media or whatever, or didn't know each other from Adam or Eve, didn't matter. Yeah. You're meeting together, to exchange and share ideas. ideas. Mm -hmm. You're, you're in this profession for a reason. Um, it's not an easy one. Um, it's one that uh, doesn't always choose you. You know, you're, it's a commitment. And, you know, accountants by and large, you know, whether you're a CPA, EA, uh, you know, certified bookkeeper, um, accounting professional, you went through, you know, you're, you know, schooling to, to do this, you know, you're, you're doing it. Sure. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the potential of making money, you know, that's why we, you know, we work for our lives, but, you know, also you're, you're, you're helping. Yeah. Right. You know, people so, change their lives. Right. So you're there, you know, as part of a firm or maybe you own your own. And you know, at the end of the day, you've got clients at the other end who are paying you, you know, for, you know, that knowledge that for your expertise. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that came up, you know, quite a bit was uh, at least from my perspective, because I was in a lot of the tech sessions because, yeah. well, I was speaking on <laughs> several of them. <laughs> um, those were, were fairly well attended, even up to the very end, even up to the very last day, the, la the you know, last final hours. Yeah, know, with Joe, end. I saw you were talking with Joe. Yeah, yeah, Joe Woodard, Joe Woodard and I talking about, you know, innovation, innovation. as a springboard. Innovation as a springboard. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty broad topic. Um, doesn't, you know, it was in a technology track, but a lot of what we talked about was very, very non-technical things. You yeah, know, he referenced Peter Lincioni's book, uh, yes. The Working Genius. And he, I think he talked about, what's it? Ide it ideation, it. ideation, activation, implementation. You have people that excel in one of those three buckets. Yeah, the right. idea person. Which, know I, who you are. I think I think know, I'm know which one of those buckets you fit into. <laughs> know which kind of individual you yeah. are. And as a firm leader, you know, you have to recognize your strengths as well as your weaknesses. And then you, you know, you, you kind of, you know, you delegate. Yeah. You, de you delegate and you recognize. Uh, not just it's not just about you know you know delegating delegating is important as a leader but right. it's also recognizing your own weaknesses yeah. recognizing the strengths in others who is better at this and he admitted he's like hey look i'm the idea person yeah. i'm up here he's i'm way up here he's like me, when it comes Joe. to <laughs> when it comes to execution he's like i'm crap i can't right do it very well yeah and you know he 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 you know came out and he admitted that you know he uh you know one great idea that he had was to yeah, have a digital digital event events yeah and he said it, it just crashed and burned because no. it 
you know, he said we had to, you know, he said we had to shut it down like after a couple hours because it just, you know, wasn't it wasn't there. And you know, recognizing your failures is is a is a very big thing. Yeah. Something doesn't work. Uh, and this is going to transition into my next topic, one that mm. you brought up. When something doesn't work, and and my my personal friend and and uh, and colleague and someone that I'm working with very closely these days, Michael Sue, yeah. uh, CPA, um, or you know he's you know business consultant to to entrepreneurs. <laughs> um, he came up with the measure and hack. So that's what you yeah. do. He's motivation. What do you do, when, got what do you do when you hit a wall? What do you do yeah. when you hit a wall? What do you do when something's not working out? Measure and hack it. Hack. He came up with a methodology, you know, mostly, you know, uh, for the entrepreneurs that he was working with because they needed to, you know, you're moving at, you know, almost light speed um, at, a, at a different speed than just, you know, working for someone else's company. If you're running your own company, you know, things come at you pretty fast. Problems arise. Things that, you know, ideas, you know, happen and, you know, you try to execute on them. And, and then all of a sudden you hit that wall where it's not working out. What do you do? Throw your hands up, give up. No measure it, you hack it, you just, you just kind of regroup. And, you know, so he came up with a measure and, you know, so measure and hack is, is now something, you know, he, he trademarked. Um, and uh, he has a coursework these days called uh, from CPA to CFO. Yeah. And it's something that he has lived and it nearly destroyed uh, his own business. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, let him uh, give his own words on that experience, but you know, he's someone that I've known uh, for some time. And uh, he um, had started a virtual CFO, outsourced CFO firm uh, way before anybody ever way did. For, way before anybody, right? This way was before anybody ever yeah. did. Yeah, this is back in, I met him in 2011, mm -hmm. I think it was. And, um, and we put him on the cover of Accounting Today for a reason, because, you know, this was just, you know, we were looking at new, you know, just these, these innovative groundbreaking things that, that CPAs were doing. You know, we didn't really heard of this before. And so, um, you know, he was going a million miles a minute too. He's an entrepreneur himself. He thinks way up here. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, not necessarily an execution guy, but he really needed to kind of become one uh, because so many people, you know, sort of relied on him, giving him money to, to make them money and, and make himself money at the same time that, uh, you know, the business of his nearly failed and he had to figure out um, how to recover each yeah. time when executions don't work out. Um, you don't you don't necessarily back away. You measure and hack, and so the, his CPA to CFO course is specifically designed for CPAs who want to move into that role. Or uh, a better, more modern way of looking at it is, you are building a CAS practice, yeah. client advisory services. We're talking about here. You don't do that lightly because you know. Sure, there's a lot of money at the end of that, uh, at the end of that bridge, rainbow, whatever you, whatever uh, analogy you want to. Uh, use, um, you know, pot of gold. It's there. I mean, the numbers are there. I, I know that, you know, ASCPA and, and other organizations uh, and folks in the vendor community are moving, you know, uh, are, you know, really, really kind of beating that drum hard. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's a little scary because yeah. if you haven't walked that type rope before, you don't really have a game plan of, of how to do that. You're just like, well, yeah, we should do cats because they, you know, they can't be wrong. Look at the number. Right. We, we, you know, we got to go cast, got to start doing this. <laughs> if you don't execute that right, you don't know how to measure and hack that, you are going to fail. You are, you are very likely going to fail. You know, I'm not saying you're not guaranteed. Don't, don't, you know, quote me on that, but you know, it's, it's very likely that, that, that you are. So whether you're an entrepreneur or, you know, as, as a, you know, CPA firm, um, you know, wanting to move 
into into that area of business. Um, you know, you have to have a game plan. Yeah. And so Michael has come up with uh, this coursework, uh, which you can, uh, you know, pay to take over a uh, you know six week period, and he's, he has accountability worked into it. Most important than anything. You know, when you go, when you, you know, you go to account, you know, a conference, you, you take a course or a bunch of courses for CPE or, you know, or, or not, you just take, you know, you, you want to better, you know, your professional life, your professional self, um, you know, you don't want to write down all these great ideas. Like I've got, you know, from, you know, from the last conference, I got this, this whole, this whole notebook <laughs> yeah. here filled with great ideas and things and quotes and things that, that, uh, you know, that, that, that I had learned. But if I'm not going to execute on any of those, they're just work. Well, you know what a stat that shocked me was Randy Crabtree mm. talked about uh, 79% of, of people who are willing to pay for tax advice. I think this is an Intuit stat from his from the Intuit Tax Council. It was. And then he said 35% of tax professionals uh, are providing tax planning services. And then I don't know, most are charging for it though. That's fascinating oh, yeah. to me. It's written fa- about this too, the money left on the table. So yeah, it's like, oh yeah, well, we do that. Like, you know, for years, like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm an advisor, you know, just when, when the whole trusted advisor thing came around, yeah. I'm an advisor. Of course I'm an advisor. I advise all the time. Like, yeah, but are you charging for it? And, you know, things like tax planning, it's like, that's kind of like, you know, advisory level work for, uh, for tax pros, you know, anyone, anyone is, is steeped in tax. Like, you know, you're, you know, you're doing, uh, you're doing tax advisory services, essentially, yeah. if you want to use a fancy title that, that you know, only this industry made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what you're doing. Well, if you're doing tax planning work, guess what? You know, you are having active conversations about what you know and talking about where you could or should be going. Yeah. You know. You automatically think as a financial planner too, uh, or wealth manager, that all you're talking about is the future. Yeah, sure you are, but you're also starting with what you know, what you already have, back to our our point before. (laughs) Already know you that which you need. This is why I believe- So taking these steps, these initial first steps, really, really it's only as hard as you deciding to do that and setting up a pricing structure that makes- and you know and just not really being afraid and your a and b clients they're not the ones that are going to kick back at you (laughs) over this no you're worried about losing some work you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna gain so much more and freedom i say you know you want more a and b clients and when you You i would say you know you get that one client you know start providing the tax plan and the financial plan all in the estate plan is is also uh, can be can be taken care of at that point, mm. and then you get insurance, and investment advisory. I said was always last. We talk about investments last. So I'm not going to answer any investment questions. I want to figure out what's going Until on. Tell you, yeah. So it's like we yeah. got to see what we're working with here. We're working here. here. Uh, investments are the last thing we can talk about. Um, all right, let's. Uh, we've hit a number of different topics. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, Seth, is there anything more. from? Yeah, is there anything more from the conference that you found valuable that you want to talk about here? Do not overorder a Japanese <laughs> steak restaurant. 
when it says 10,000 calories on 10, a menu, thousand maybe calories. between six people, six people. And maybe. I don't eat red and I don't eat red meat. So really it was red. We worked meat. it out though. We worked it out because <laughs> it was all kinds of meat, right? Yeah. Got some shrimp, got some chicken in there. So we went to a Japanese 10, barbecue. Thousand calories. And six of us <laughs> ate 10,000 calories. It was a war. It was an absolute was, war. We're like, we have, we have, we're like, we did this. And, and, you know, just, just, you know, not saying what the check was, but it was, you know, I, I think fairly reasonable for that many, you know, adult human uh, to, to attempt to consume. And I say attempt, meaning we did not finish. I think we, we did a good job. We, we almost finished. We might have had a couple pieces of meat left in there. But at the end, I remember it said, Seth, you throw up the white flag. I did. You go throw up the white flag. And, and I'm like, felt so bad. I did. I was looking at that food. I'm like, I, 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 I can't. I'll take one more. Who's that filet? Who's just sitting there looking at me? No, in, in all seriousness, though, I, I, that is a good lesson learned when, when, you're, when you're going out with colleagues and you're, you're all – you're all ready to throw down for a big meal. We we're pretty hungry. We we're pretty hungry. We, we you know, not not gonna lie. You know, some of some of us had a few drinks, you know, beforehand. <laughs> not you know, not a ton of food. We were ready. We were really really ready to eat. Getting late, um, but outside of that, is, you know, really that there are a myriad of of choices that that you can make. You can choose to remain the same. You can be like, look, I'm happy. And a subset of you may have that uh, luxury of going, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, I have the clients that I want. Um, I'm really not all that interested in, in breaking out of my comfort zone here. But even you, in your, in your comfortable you know, sort of area with the clients that you want, doing the work that you want, getting by, um, can learn a few things yeah. about new tech. There's always things, you know, then you look internally, like at your own processes. Sometimes that's how it starts. Mm -hmm. Just look at how you're functioning. Um, there's rarely a firm uh, that I've spoken to or, or uh, accounting professionals that I've spoken to that can look at all their processes and go, yeah, we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> like we're set, like we're, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how we do this. Now, again, Change at any level can be scary, but what we have seen over the last, you know, even in recent history, um, and and just in in general, is that you know, and I I've learned to really hate the phrase like, "oh, accounts are so averse to change." Like, man, I can't think of any other professional service, uh, group or group That's of group of professionals that more. that have to adapt and deal with change as much as accountants. When you have there, you know, a, a, a governing body uh, or a, a, a particular, you know, uh, body like the IRS and our, our, our uh, you know, our uh, internal revenue code that changes so much on the regular, who else is dealing with that change? Sure, ultimately, the, the, the you know, the businesses and individuals that affect. But it's the accountant, it's the accounting professionals, it's the CPA, it's the EA, the CA. They're all dealing with change on the regular. So, you know, uh, you know, give respect where it's due. 
you all can deal with change yes. at some uh, level. You know, it's it's you know it's nice because you know a lot of you have gotten the reputation. Accounts have gotten the reputation of just you know they're the ones who who do scrutinize. Well, you're you're getting paid for that level of scrutiny. You're getting yeah. paid for you know maybe how risk averse uh, that you may be. That's fine. No one's calling that out. All I'm saying is that if you want to do things uh, better, differently, uh, for you know for your own benefit of your life, because at the end of the day, that's what it is. Not to get all uh, uh, you know crunchy granola on you, but this is your life. You're if you're not if you're not loving it. You know you're you either have to you know make a change, or you know you know just kind of kind of deal with it and and suffer in silence. And and I know. And I've gotten to know uh, a lot of you. And I know that's not what you want. Yeah. You, know, you got into this, you know, to 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 have a better life. You know, for you, uh, for your family, uh, the your people, clients. your families, the people, your clients, the pe- people in your life. Yeah. You deserve better. Better. And I like where things are going. I I you know, uh, you know, sure. There there's uh, you know, future is scary. Uh, things like you know new technology, you know like like AI uh, on the surface, and and you know books that we've read over the years and movies that we've seen, sure, uh, it puts a lot of fear yeah. in you. It, it it is unknown. It is this very new sort of almost you know weird organic thing of like we don't know how it's going to evolve. Like well, yeah. guess what? Right now you have the chance. To, you have a say in how it evolves to create that future. I, I mean, I came out of that conference so jazzed, yeah, so psyched, yeah, for the tremendous opportunity um, that lays ahead for people in the profession. And I've talked to so many people on the podcast that they're not ready to pack it, not ready to, not ready <laughs> to just ready. go well, no. counting down to retirement, right? <laughs> there, I think the fact this is the most trusted profession, and I hate who we talked about with Ron Baker. He says you shouldn't hang your hat on that. I recently wrote an article in Accounting Today about being the most transformational uh, advisor. I think there's so much opportunity uh, that lays ahead uh, that you can capture, um, you know, greater market and uh, provide real change for people and be that be that be that that trusted and transformational advisor um, that can help. Uh, you know, maybe change. even in maybe even an agent of change. An agent of age. I like it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure, but you don't have to be. Yeah. You know, you don't have to lead, and that is one thing. In my session with Joe, and you just reminded me, uh, he's like, "Look, you don't." He's like, "You don't have to be the innovator. You don't have to be the leader." Right. You know, if if anything, if anything, don't. You know, let let those the you know the seven or eight percent, you know the, the the alphas in the profession, uh, let them do that. The rest of you, that sort of 50 or 60% who are willing to listen about change and maybe make something happen, um, you know, you can, you can look to, the, to those, you know, to the avant-garde, the, yeah. the ones who go first right. at the front line, see where they've succeeded, where they failed, and make incremental change. Yeah. And then, you know, you might be going, all right, Seth, so that's 7, 8%, 50, what's the, six, seven, eight, what's, what's the 68%? What's percent? left? Am I? What's left? What's left? <laughs> what's left are what I like to call the LMAs, the leave me alone. Yeah. The LMAs, the leave me alone, they're kind of at the bottom of the of this big sort of, you know, pyramid, pyramid. of the accounting profession. And 
you know, they're just kind of sitting at the bottom, just going, you know, kind of waiting to retire. And that's, I don't and know that's if they're listening to this show. They're probably listening <laughs> to the show, but if they, if they are, if they you are. know, they're the folks that I mentioned, they're like, look, you know, I'm you, you there's still incremental changes that, that you, you know, you can make in your own practice. Right. You know, it's just, it's just or leave me alone. They can know they just look time. There's enough business out there for them to survive. And there's right? enough. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. You, know, you can stay and, content with you. And, with your uh, and the one final thing too, that I, I did learn and, and have been hearing this for a few years now, but you know, just, you know, while there's, there's a little bit of panic or, or, or a tone of panic going on, oh, it's not enough accounting profession, not enough accounting profession. Well, you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. Because maybe there aren't, uh, they don't need to be as many of you to do the work. Right. You know, technology is there beside you to do that. But also maybe more non-accountants need to be part of this profession. Yep. And trained to do, um, you know, work within your firm. Uh, I mean, that with, with technology. Maybe sorry, you're not doing it. Yeah. yeah. With technology, I mean, everybody in, in essence is somewhat almost like a mini McKinsey now uh, mm. Mm. as consultants or a, a mini Charles Schwab, you know, you have that ability to advise mm. small, medium-sized businesses, personal finances. You, you could take on that mantle of consultants. Yeah. And then, um, you know, then the whole model of, you know, fewer clients paying you more money. Yep. Or you can have that who, I don't know, I read an article recently the guy who's taken on all all the C and D clients, and he's automated that process. I think it was Blake's article in Accounting Today. Yeah, I just read that. I yeah. I, I like when when Reasonable Zigs, he was ag, right? <laughs> like, hey, fine. You know, someone C and D's could be your A and B. I love it. All right, so let's wrap up here, Seth. Right, uh, thank yeah. you so much. So, uh, if anybody wants always. to get, in, yeah, of course. If anybody wants to get in contact with you, you know, what's the best way to do so? Uh, well, like I said, I'm, I'm very active uh, on LinkedIn. You can find me there. Um, and in uh, a very short order, uh, it's, it's not 100% yet. It's still in, in beta mode, but you yeah. will actually be able to email me at Seth at SethFeinberg.com. I love it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, get, me, get, me on, get me on the socials. Uh, yes. I'm very active on, on Twitter, B2B Seth. Uh, and, and also on LinkedIn, you can find me there. It's F I N E B E R G. As you can see here, some people yeah. spell it. That's fine. You know, this is where my, my grandfather, uh, came over from, uh, of, you know, from, uh, from Ukraine, um, uh, as, uh, as a boy. That. And this was this, yep. Uh, he, he came over with this name. It was uh, pronounced Feenberg. Uh, but he's, uh, he's Latin, uh, he's a, uh, Ukrainian Jew. Wow. And uh, that's, you know, we kept the name. They, they didn't change it at Ellis Island like uh, a lot of <laughs> folks did. Uh, so, yeah, this is the spelling. This is this is me. Um, and, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to be uh, out and about. And uh, I, you'll, I'll be promoting uh, once uh, my newsletter, signing up for my newsletter goes live in pretty short order. You'll yes. uh, hopefully sign up for that. And uh, I'll uh, I'll be in touch. And I love it. My my final you know leg of my my uh, at least my more immediate journey uh, to to help out this profession is I will be have access to a CPE platform called CPE Today, uh, which is available uh, now. Uh, but you know I'm going to be partnering with them uh, to be able to uh, provide some uh, some CPE for things that I'm doing. 
Love it. A lot of big news here, Seth. I appreciate you breaking on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, man. You know, you've 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 been a good friend of me, Rory, of and 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 you know, we're we're all you know. I want you believe in all boats rising. So yep. do I. And then uh, finally, I hope to see you all at um, you know, no, or, or many of you, uh, you know, who are signed up to go or considering going. I will be at Scaling New Heights. There you go. Uh, I'll be a presence there. I'm still finalizing the exact thing or things that I'm going to be doing, but I will be there. So I hope to see you. I love it. All right. Let's do this after Scaling New Heights so we can do a recap of that. Will do. Awesome, buddy. Thank you. See you, Rory. Yeah. All opinions expressed by Rob Santos and Rory Henry on this website podcast interview are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Everroot Family Office LLC or their parent company or affiliates, and they have been previously disseminated on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by anyone as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of their opinions. Past performance is not indicative of future results.